0: This episode of Enough is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing website. Squarespace with a new version 6 have kept all the amazing features that you know and love, like their rock-solid hosting, their incredible iOS and Android apps that allow you to check your stats from wherever you are. But what they've also done... Um, as well as keeping all of the many, 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 many lovely features and fantastic things that they have, is they've completely redesigned um, their templates and they have some new fantastic templates that work with responsive web design. Um, Everything is completely clean codes. If you're the type of person that likes to dig in, you have the ability to do that and it's all nicely understood They've strengthened things out like their layout engine, making it even easier for you to build Squarespace pages in seconds. They really are the perfect place for any blog, portfolio or basically any website that you want to create. They have things like Markdown posting by default now so you can write natively in Markdown for all the stuff that you post to your site. I really do love Squarespace. I think that you will love them too, especially their new version 6. So I want to give you a two-week free trial so you can go and try it out yourself. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to sign up and enter the code 70 decibel 7 at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-7 at checkout. And you'll get 10% off any of your first Squarespace purchases. Thank you very much to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of Enough.
1: Hey, Michael.
0: Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> I almost feel like that uh, you know uh, well gosh remember that that Budweiser commercial that went uh, viral the for was WhatsApp one yeah WhatsApp wow. yeah. yeah that was, Oh my gosh that was so,
0: around the world like
1: oh not just man. The States thing we had yeah. those well and that was before Twitter right or even before Facebook I yeah, mean for that something was to, that went
0: for something to to go viral like that then was I mean that I'm going to say YouTube was around but not yeah, in the YouTube way YouTube was around that we have and that it. was part of it. But it's not in the not like how it is now like it, no. I don't think it had really um like 2006 was the first commercial and mm-hmm. to my memory 2006 was when YouTube sold to Google. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it still wasn't um it still wasn't sort of like it, not how it is now. Yeah, 9th yeah. of October 2006. Yeah. it was actually both in October well no actually uh, early 2006 was the Budweiser commercial okay and then uh, late 2006 Google was acquired yeah. YouTube
1: but I mean you think back to like some of the early days of some of these things like like where's the beef uh, the Wendy's where's the beef promotion That mm. did that ever hit the UK at
0: all the term did but we didn't have okay. really have Wendy's
1: right well I mean that was so that was a a a Wendy's commercial with these three old ladies and, you know, one of them, you know, they order these, you know, they go to McDonald's or Burger King, but they don't label it McDonald's or Burger King. They label it, uh, you know, some other thing, but it is clear that they're talking about the competition, you know, and they get served these hamburgers. And one old lady like lifts it up, lifts up the, the bun and goes, where's the beef? Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and that became this, you know, uh, kind of slogan heard around the world. And then uh, I think uh, eventually Ronald Reagan used it to describe like the the budget that the Democrats had handed him, or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, it just became this national phenomenon with T-shirts and the whole nine yards. Oh well. Ah, uh, some of the one of these days we'll have to talk about all these. You should have a podcast just to talk about pop culture, like, uh, <laughs> commercials, and such.
0: I'm I'm thinking um, about something pop culture related. I wouldn't be involved. Yeah. I have some people I'm talking to.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good movies one. I'd, I'd and,
1: like to be a, a guest on that one. Yeah. I'd totally be a guest on that one.
0: I'm talking about movies and books and TV yeah. shows and stuff like that.
1: Well, for I, for someone who doesn't watch TV, I sure do know a whole lot about. <laughs> pop culture oh but so we received are, an email we did we get we get those from we get emails
0: um, yes. people send them in via 70 decibelscom dot com slash yes, contact yes they come form. into
1: our inboxes which are the first things we see whenever we launch any email client ever invented
0: we go back there again no <laughs> so it was uh, at Hasbro on Twitter he sent in H-A-Z as you would say Z as I would say B-R-O on Twitter um, he, you're he bilingual said, I am I'm, I am a transatlantic <laughs> um, and he just wanted to know really we because you know we've spoken about I mean we do how bear is your air we do like the we've done the iPhone home screen stuff mm-hmm. we don't really um, and, and Mr. Bro has said that we don't really talk too much about um, where our iPads fit in on that yeah um, no we haven't And um, surprisingly so i have a i have a little uh, addendum okay to, to add to, to, I would like to talk about where my nexus seven fits in oh, so yeah, it's yeah, increasingly more you've, important.
1: You've, you've been uh you've been experimenting with that for yes. the uh bionic uh, podcast
0: yeah i have and 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 the nexus seven is becoming increasingly more important in my setup so um so Pat where does where, so you know rather than talk about the all of the apps that you use, etc, yeah, um, yeah, that's boring, yeah, exactly. I mean we, people know what you know it's basically yeah. the universal versions of the iPhone apps that we use in
1: <laughs> Pretty so much.
0: tell tell me like so you have a MacBook Air, you have your I iPhone, do. you know your Macbook Air is yeah. what you use what well, what people would assume you use primarily at home, the iPhone's mm. what you use primarily on the go, where does your iPad fit for you in in that?
1: System. Well, interestingly enough, I would say that the uh, MacBook Air gets about maybe 50-50 percentage usage at home with the with the iPad. Interesting. And the reason being is that um there are certain apps that I enjoy using on the iPad more, despite the fact that those apps or or a way to do those things may exist. On the on the MacBook Air,
0: for a lot Uh, of people, OmniFocus is a classic example of that. There's
1: there's one, there's a big one. Uh, Yeah, OmniFocus is is killer on um, on the on the iPad uh, versus the desktop app. And there's been some talk about Omni working on a more iPad-like experience on the desktop, um, but that has not come yet. and it really it's really conflicting to me right because that's just one of two cases and i'll discuss the other one in a second where apps that i've used for a long time i mean since they were released on the desktop i have come to use now primarily on the ipad both from omni and both because the iPad versions I feel are that much better and more fun to use um, so uh, the other one is Omni outliner for instance i I track all of my writing income that I make and I, and I should say i I use Omni outliner for a variety of things and have for years beyond just a basic outlining app. Uh, but like I said, one of the things I, I use it for is the sort of things that other people might use a spreadsheet for. But since I'm not a big fan of spreadsheets, in fact, I kind of hate them, um, and my brain just doesn't work that way, but my brain very much works in outline mode, Oh, it's perfect for that. So yeah, I track all my writing income using Omni Outliner on the iPad. Um, and that's the only place that document exists.
0: So you have certain tasks, important tasks, um, and you only undertake on that device.
1: Yes. Um, writing, too. Um, I really enjoy writing and uh, using plain text for iPad is what I wrote in my... Book Enough in is what I am largely writing my next book in, though I'm also using Typewriter in the browser, Uh, typewriter.com, that's T-Y-P-E-R-I-G-H-T-E-R, and I just have that open in a tab in Safari and a good chunk of my next work will have been at least drafted in there.
0: I'm going to assume that you do not use a bluetooth keyboard.
1: No. I use the on-screen keyboard. Yeah. And I am just as fast. And as a matter of fact, um I'm uh, I'm just as fast, or maybe not just as fast. Maybe I would say let's just say 90% as fast.
0: What most people don't know is that in uh, late 2008, Patrick had his fingers um, surgically changed altered <laughs> to, uh, to use the touchscreens more effectively.
1: Um, no, Patrick has
0: additional abilities uh, to the rest of us.
1: No. It's just because, uh, like a lot of things, I use my disadvantages as advantages. I turn them around. And in this case, I... I'm a two-finger typist. I've never learned how to touch type, and because I've never learned how to touch type, I've gotten very used to just um, using my two fingers and really having a good sense of of travel distance. And so, once you know, once I use a keyboard for even just a couple of minutes and kind of get a feel for the travel distance, I can fly on anything. It doesn't. I don't care how big or small the keyboard is. I just I just need to spend a few minutes with it getting a sense of the travel distance between the various keys. I mean to the point where I don't even necessarily have to look at what I'm, you know, look at the keyboard as I'm typing. I can, you know, I can type pretty well without looking at the keyboard with just the two fingers just because I have a sense of where everything is in relation to other things. Although that takes some time. That takes probably a few weeks of using a keyboard before it's like, okay, I don't have to look at the keyboard much anymore. Um, But uh, yeah, so I mean, there's just two examples, but I don't, I think, I think ultimately one shouldn't make such a purchase. One shouldn't make such decisions of like, oh, I've got an 11-inch air and I think I want to get an iPad too or, you know, I, I think I – or anything unless you've thought through what is its purpose? What am I going to use this for? What are the sorts of things that I can do um, and perhaps even do better on this thing? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't answer those questions before the purchase – Um, you may find that it does just become one of these other things that's neat to have and neat to show people, but just sits around and does nothing. And so when I originally got the iPad, I was planning on it becoming kind of my main machine. Um, and this was before the 11 inch air came out. Right. Um, And then when the 11-inch Air came out, it wasn't like I sat there and thought to myself, oh, well, you know, now that the 11-inch Air is out, I have no need for this iPad. I really put some thought into it and said, okay, what are the sorts of things the Air would be better at having as an option than just having the iPad and this the old black MacBook that I was using? And so... The questions of enough should come into play there as well. It's just what I'm going to say. What about you, Michael?
0: Um. So, my iPad is like a for a lot of things. It's like a second monitor when I'm at home. Hmm. So it constantly runs Tweetbot. Um. I don't use um. I don't use an app on my. My Mac. Um, I don't Tweetbot for Mac is fine, but it doesn't have iCloud sync yet because it can't be in the store because it's in the a- alpha version. So I am. Uh, I, I I always have my MacBook Air and I have my um, iPad running Tweetbot to the side. It's how I consume the majority of RSS when I'm at home. Um, especially, actually, do you know what? At home, my iPad takes a lot of a lot of uh, duties for for media, especially. Um, it's my TV. And any 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 TV or programs I watch, I watch on the iPad. Interesting. Yeah. Even really? though I, I have a 23-inch Samsung TV in okay. the same room, but I prefer to watch stuff on my iPad.
1: Is that because you have sane and liberal uh, viewing laws in your home country and a really well-done app that allows you to do such?
0: Um, I buy some stuff in iTunes. Okay. Um, we have Netflix. And uh-huh. all of our TV networks, are like terrestrial TV networks, offer free um, catch-up services. Exactly. That's um, exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, yep. so mm-hmm. we have BBC iPlayer, ITV Player, and mm-hmm. 4OD. Um, and there are also um, web services that allow you to legally watch um, our f- what we call free view channels, which are our sort of free-to-air digital channels. You can watch them mm-hmm. um, on, on the iPad live yeah. So if I have, mainly I'm watching um, shows that I buy from iTunes, like Mythbusters. Nice. And uh, stuff like that. So that's what I'm going for at the moment. And I'm going to start on Breaking Bad on Netflix once I'm finished with, with that. So that's how I consume that sort of stuff. So I say, I, I, I basically do, when I'm home, the pretty much the only application the 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 only device that I tweet from is pretty much the iPad. Um, I use Reader on the iPad to to catch up my RSS news, and then I will use that when I'm when I'm using Reader, I will use that to collate some stuff, some some notes and things for shows. Um, I have previously been reading comics on the device.
1: Yeah, not anymore.
0: No, it's now I read comics on the Nexus Seven.
1: Oh, ok okay. Now we're going to talk about that new little toy of yours.
0: We'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay. All right. So, I mean, so for me, I don't, I don't do a lot of, um, content creation on the iPad. Um, a- anything that I create on the iPad, you typically do not see. Um, so that might be ad copy, uh, show notes like for myself. So to, to outline a show, um, not the actual show notes that go live on the site. Um, I create all of that stuff on my iPad. Um, the things that i create i could not do on my ipad hmm. um, easily okay Some podcasts even despite,
1: blog, despite garageband for ipad and
0: you just you can't really get a good enough microphone um to work on the ipad and and even if it did i wouldn't want to cuz you know I, I can't record a skype call it's you know it doesn't work it, it it doesn't work and i wouldn't want to do it i would be making it Difficult and getting a worse product at the end. Um, I do some writing, you know, the occasional blog post I may start on the iPad, but uh, mainly I'm doing that on the MacBook Air. Mm. So the Nexus 7 has um, entered my life recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And 7-inch Android tablet running ice cream sandwich. Um, I'm using it for a bunch of things, really. Um, I'm playing a lot of games on it. Um I really like the seven inch form factor for gaming um, but mainly I've been reading comics the the display the screen is very good it's it's just below retina um, but the work that comicsology, which is an application store um mm-hmm. that I use, the work that they've done um to create um a like high definition uh, comic books. Mm-hmm. It still it shows makes them show excellently on the Nexus Seven, um, and what I love the most is the screen size is fine. Like I can read everything without needing to zoom in, um, mm-hmm. but it's the weight and the size. You know I and can just, sit and hold it. In yeah, one hand comfortably I wanted for to talk about that a little bit
1: because um, that's one thing I've noticed with the Kindle Fire that I bought for my wife that she never touches. Um, <laughs> so i'm the one who uses it yeah is that it, it that is a you know say what you want about the form factor and about you know the fire as a device or whatever but that size is just it's really nice to hold
0: yep i agree and is why i i'm pretty much set that apple are going to to do a, a sorry a 7 to 8 inch
1: yeah and when they do that's going to be one I'm going to have to kind of start to talk myself out of. right? Like A lot of these things I have to talk myself into, but there are some things like that, that I'm going to have to talk myself out of. I'm going to have to really, really make a case for myself as to why I might need it. I, I didn't
0: I think it. that I would want it until I started using an Nexus 7. Yeah. Um, but as well, I mean, you know, and we talk about this a lot on Bionic, which is my Android-focused show with Matt Alexander. Android is getting really good, and and Jelly Bean, which is the recent version that runs on this device, is very good. It's very good. It's good to use. It's fun to use. The apps are getting uh, getting and consistently getting better. Um, a lot, are, you know, they're are pretty much at, at par um, with the mm-hmm. iPhone. That, you know there are things that you can do on the Android device you simply cannot do on iOS. Mm-hmm. Um, Gmail is excellent on on um, Android. Um, yes. You know I'm really enjoying it and and the the seven inch seven inch form factor is is entering. It's becoming at the moment. It might just be because it's new, but I'm not so sure. Um, the Nexus device is the one that I go for first. I've picked that up over the iPad at the moment. Okay. because I'm more excited by it
1: hmm. so um, outside of the excitement I mean or I should say do you think that's mainly because of the excitement and the newness of it and that sort of thing or? I
0: had thought that but um, when I picked up my Galaxy S3 which is this, this, the phone that I'm using I wasn't picking that up over the iPhone yeah and I, the form factor and the weight is such a big thing for me. Mm, um, mm. And, it, you know, the iPad is what I'm still watching TV on because it's a bigger screen. But mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That's great for that sort of thing. But I would agree with yeah. you that just just for reading and being able to hold it in one hand. Now, I still have, I should state, I still have the <laughs> iPad 1. I have not upgraded to the Maybe 2 or Some three. sort
0: of barren land, I don't know
1: <laughs> why you torture yourself so it's enough for me and oh. to be honest i actually kind of i now have a certain sense of of nostalgia about it in the same way that um that like i would love to have an iphone one
0: yeah i would love to have an iphone one
1: and that, out, out of all the designs that's my favorite yeah, still too. I wouldn't
0: want to use it every day. You're using the iPad every day.
1: <laughs> the match. iPad 1 works great. I don't know what the problem is. Well,
0: I'm it having performance problems with my iPad 3. I, and I feel like it's getting too slow now. So I, I don't. Really? Yeah. Ah. The, things happen. I, you know, when, whenever it comes close to there being a new OS release, it just seems like they flip a switch like, somewhere and things like they, start
1: going yeah, weird things slow down to a wow. crawl yeah yeah and maybe they don't care enough about the one anymore to do that especially since they're not going to support the one with iOS X so they're
0: like we'll let you use it
1: yeah so they'll just continue to let, let me use it as it is and as it is i think it's perfectly fine um is is plenty fast enough for me and Especially for the sorts of things I use it for, which are the apps I previously mentioned. I uh, obviously th- the iPad for me is like an email machine. I mean, I love like like if I have a lot of emails cranked through, I'm pulling up the iPad. You know, uh, seriously, because uh, I can sit in that email client and just go boom, 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 boom through emails and sorting them and you know throwing them into archives and things like that. I mean, I can. I can really whip through a lot of email with the iPad much more quickly than I can with the MacBook Air or even with my iPhone. There's something about that experience that's just right for me in email. Um, you know, there are other things that, like Flipboard and things like that, that I really enjoy kind of using. I find that Flipboard is actually my favorite way to to go through the my Tumblr screen, uh, uh, Tumblr stream um and uh uh you know and and just being able to kind of sit back and view content with flipboard that's great um there's i'm trying to think of uh of, of some other things you know obviously uh i only focus great photos i love you know if i'm going to look at at photos or share photos with people or whatnot um i'll quickly like take out the iPad over the iPhone or you know throwing up iPhoto God forbid I have to launch iPhoto for anything Um, it just takes so long to launch and load up photos and then I find the interface completely bereft of any sort of navigational sense whatsoever Um,
0: there are people that say that once you get used to it it's a very good, good app
1: but, you know, you yeah. do have to kind of get used to it. Yeah, no, no, no. I. I oh, and you're talking about iPhoto on the iPad. Yeah. No, I'm not even talking about I'm talking about iPhoto on the Mac. Oh. Don't even get me started on iPhoto on the iPad. Yeah, and don't yeah. get me started because I didn't actually purchase it. All it took for me was one look at that mess and say, oh, no, nope, that's not for me. That's not how I use my iPad. Um, <laughs> I'm more than happy to just open up my photos and flip through them. <laughs> I don't need to need to mess around with, Touching them up or anything like that. Um, uh, I mean, and uh, uh, of course, the iPad is one of those things that I can hand to Beatrix, and Beatrix can go to town. She can do whatever she wants to do, yeah. um, which usually consists of launching Netflix and playing her shows, or playing her the little, the few games I have loaded on there for her. You know, uh, so therefore, uh, the iPad basically becomes uh, the TV, especially because we've been spending weekends at our uh, at our other house, and we don't have a, a working TV there. So we just have, you know, the iPad is how she watches her shows in the morning and does what she needs to do. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, the iPad still just it gets a lot of use um, for writing. I'd say about f- you know fifty percent of everything I'm writing is r- I'm writing on the iPad. With the other split between the other fifty percent split between my MacBook Air and my iPhone. And as I've stated before, every blog post I write is I write first on the iPhone, um, and. You know, my, my book, my the newsletter, all of that stuff, I am writing primarily on the iPad. I'd say 95% has been written on the iPad.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. So, Before we finish,
1: yeah, big announcement. Ooh, really?
0: Huge. So um, uh, yeah, anybody that listens sense. to The Bro Show will have heard this already, but just in case you have not heard it yet, um, starting... Well, when this episode is released, tomorrow, so the 1st of August, the bro show is, is no more. It's dead. What? Cast away. What? Um, but it's being replaced. I love the bro show. I w- there wouldn't be an enough if there wasn't a bro show. There wouldn't be a 70 decibels without the, without the bro show. But what the heck? We, ch- we want to change things up. Um, now, there should be a post on the blog, which you'll be able to link to, Pat, uh, on the 70 decibels blog. Okay. Um. It was the first show that me and Terrence did together. It's the first show that sprung all of this. All of the relationships we built came from the bro show, all the other shows, everything. You know, we wouldn't be where we are now without it. But I feel we've outgrown it. So we've, we've recorded 118 episodes. Um, sure. I feel that we've outgrown the name a little. I feel we've outgrown the branding um, and what the show is focused on. Okay. So um, I, the new show is going to be called Command Space.
1: Oh wow! Okay,
0: like the uh, like the shortcut, so uh, CMD and then we've got the plus symbol space.
1: Yeah, you should be able yeah, to find yeah. it. That's that's how one gets to Safari, unless they've been. St- or I'm sorry, sorry uh, Spotlight. Exactly, Command Space.
0: And that and yes. that the, the the clues in the name. So with Command Space, what we it's going to be a tech news talk show. That's how we're focusing it, um, with more emphasis on the talk show. So Command Space, uh, we're putting a spotlight on our guests, Pat
1: oh okay alright I like
0: this thank you we're going to make the show a lot more guest focused and uh, uh, and we will still talk like if there's a massive tech story so Mountain Lion comes out right yeah which is a big story yeah we will talk about that with the and, with the guests, and,
1: and you'll have the guest on to talk about that
0: well that might be one of the things that we talk about so like okay. how, you know how we do it now like we have the little interview section and then we talk about news yeah I fear that I don't want to do just another tech news show. Mm. You know, that we have other shows on the network now that cover tech news in their bubble.
1: I mean, everybody on their 5 by 5 has a tech news show.
0: Exactly. So I want to make it a little bit different. I want to make it more like the late night talk shows, right? So we're going to be increasing the amount of time that we talk with our guests about them and stuff that they're doing. Um, right. And you know, if there's something big that happens, we'll talk about it. I don't want to be scrounging the the RSS anymore to find stories, because mm. that, cause that, that mm. I don't feel that's building the best out of the people that we have on and the things we can talk about. So, like, I have ideas for shows. I have some people I want to bring on. Like, Sean Blanc did this excellent post um, a little while ago now called "50 uh, Top Tips for to be a blogger" or something like that. web blog. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to get him on and talk about that. Mm-hmm. I want to get, so. I don't want necessarily things to be timely. I want to get Ben Brooks on to talk about his paywall. Okay. And I want to be a little controversial as well. Ask some harder hitting questions.
1: (laughs) You know? So we're going to... Oh, Ben Brooks would love that.
0: (laughs) That's Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I feel like we've got friends in the industry now and I I want to talk to them about these things. I want to get their opinions on different things. Um, Maybe do some workflow stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But... Episode one has a massive guest. Huge. I'm so excited for this. So. I, wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying a name to am I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Okay. Guess.
1: Margaret Thatcher. Close. Okay. Similar uh, hair. Um, the, Sigourney Weaver? No. So you, you mean um, Sigourney Weaver? I,
0: no. No. Okay. I think you mean, I think. So, uh, uh, the guest um, on episode one of Command Space is going to be Mr. Merlin Mann, which I'm very excited about.
1: Get the heck out of
0: here. I know. And how did Girl. we do it? How did I do it? Um,
1: Merlin uh, uh, has uh, agreed to
0: come on. I don't know. You asked?
1: And I did? he said yes.
0: Well, he asked, actually. <laughs> he asked? Yeah. Oh, get the heck out of here. <laughs> he, he really enjoyed the show we did with Dan. Um, oh. So, he got in touch. I mean, I have obviously emailed Merlin in the past to ask him to come on, <laughs> but this was a long time ago.
1: And, and those emails surprisingly went into a folder called "death knoll." <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: Merlin has a guy, a, a lady, sorry, that that looks after his emails and sends him the stuff that that would be that, that she knows he wants to read. So, yeah,
1: um, yeah I need a lady.
0: Merlin got in touch with us, um, and we've been arranging it, and, and it's arranged. I'm um, very excited. Um, we're going to yeah. be talking to Merlin about sort of the last, We're going to talk about Merlin a bit about sort of um, his history in podcasting and the route that he's taken over the many different types of areas that he's covered over the last sort of five or six years. Yeah. That's the plan, anyway. Who knows where it will go.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, I'm going to, it will probably be quite a long show. Um, I'm going to get as much out of them as I can, and and that's hopefully what we will see. You know, that I hope that it will set the stage really well for Command Space. If you subscribe to the Bro Show at the moment, there there is a new feed that we would like you to subscribe to. The instructions will be in the blog post. Um, okay. If you subscribe in iTunes, it should flip over automatically. But um, just in nice. case it doesn't, there's some instructions in there for you. Okay. Um, and we'll be talking about it in upcoming shows. So. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for this. Thank I'm you. I'm
1: very excited for you. That's, thank you. This sounds great. This uh, sounds uh, like a podcast I want to listen to.
0: Thank you, sir. and I appreciate you giving me the time at the end here to talk about it.
1: Oh, you kind of own the show. <laughs> it's your show, Pat. It's your show. No, no never. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's fantastic. That's really great news. And gosh, I mean, we're. I mean, this being like. We're becoming like I should start wearing a tie maybe to this thing, huh? Yeah, maybe. Maybe like a shirt and a tie. Just
0: maybe just put some trousers on.
1: No, no, that's asking way too
0: much. Shirt and tie, no pants. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean, because no one sees me from the waist down. I mean, that's how all the that's how Carson did it for years, right? I see. so. Know, I mean, you know, that's what John Stewart does. He doesn't. He doesn't wear. Uh, pants underneath that desk has anyone ever seen him stand up seriously no you don't why because he doesn't wear pants there you go or trousers sorry he we wears should, pants we should we should wrap this up we're, we're all right
0: digressing way over to no man's all right.
1: land. all right then. <laughs> well i guess that means we'll chat later we
0: will cheers
1: cheers my friend